episode. Today we're going to be talking about social anxiety no. on oh yeah. social media. Social media, Mr. Word. <laughs> social media anxiety. Social media anxiety. That's it. This is partly because I had a night two nights ago. I'm trying to do this thing of, uh, I don't know if anyone ever in the world in, has ever tried this, but turning off my phone at a certain time and reading oh, and reading. That's you nice. heard of that? I've never even, <laughs> that's never even occurred to me. I genuinely it. never switch off my phone. I never switch it off. Well, I don't switch it off. I just put it away from me. And then sometimes I switch it off if I've just like, if I want to control myself, I'm sending a horrible text. Yes. The idea of switching off your phone feels so foreign to me because it's like the only time that my phone is off is if it's I've used up all the charge in it. No, it's actually, it does make me feel different when it's off. It feels like a limb is gone or something like that. Well, or a calm, a calm. All calm, <laughs> all calm. I should probably try that. <laughs> but so I turn it off and then I try and read from 10. And even if I read five minutes, I know I'm going to fall asleep within five minutes. Nice. Um, but it feels like I've really done something good for my soul. Yeah. The next, the, I, I used to turn it off at nine and then read, but with the baby breastfeeding, you can't really read. And I know I could do an audible book and I know I could read with an iPad or something, but I don't want to. But then what do you use as an alarm? Well, I, the baby's my alarm. So you don't need an alarm in the morning? No, because he's awake at 6am. Oh, wow. And all the night, forever, never asleep. If so. I didn't have an alarm, I would just sleep <laughs> for 24 hours. You slept through your alarm this morning, didn't you? I slept through my alarm this morning, yeah. But it's a stayed over. Do you feel like when you send those texts saying, I slept through my alarm, how do you feel? I get (laughs) so... Because the thing is, it's like, even though I know that you're... Like, I know that you're chill. Like, I still feel like a... I I still feel like a 12-year-old... Who's, who's done something wrong and I'm going to get in trouble when I know that I'm supposed to be over here and I know I'm going to be late. And I'm like, I'm really sorry, don't get angry at me. Like, I know. I, I tried to send a text back saying no worries as quickly as possible. Today. Yeah. I, do you know what? Your response was lovely. Yeah. Your response was yeah. really warm. And, not, and, and you know, the thing is, even when I don't send a response like that, I am meaning to be warm. I don't mind. So it shows that it's really important to send those texts saying no worries, it's okay. It's really important and this links so fucking well to social media anxiety because what is it what is it with people send not responding to messages but they're okay with the fact that they've seen it and then they won't respond to it and then they'll respond the next day and so then for the next whole fucking 24 hours i'm like oh my god they they didn't like the message that i sent them or or they thought that was uncool and then they send a fucking response the next day mm. oh, oh oh i just felt like shit for 24 hours or, thank you or you send a text message and they don't respond but they do instagram stories oh my god Horatia does that all the fucking time but you have to accept that there's a different part of their brain so they're in a work mode or and we're a- in uh, so yeah i'm i'm <laughs> in his brain I'm just like in the boring part where it's like, oh, I can't be bothered to respond to that. But he wants to Instagram story. That fucking pisses me off. Well, he's on work mode. So he's doing that for his work and your home or your fun or your relaxing. I know. But I've just, I've expressed it to him so many times. I've said, please, I know that it comes across. I know maybe I'm just like more anxious than you. Duh. Obvious. Wow. It doesn't take a genius to work that out. But it really hurts my feelings if you don't respond to my messages, but then your Instagram or something like that. And he says, I'm so sorry. I just... It literally just slips his mind. And I know it's not at all meant in a hurtful way. But the fact that he keeps doing it, it really hurts my feelings. Well, Alfie's done a new low in Australia with with, with that kind of thing, where because of the time zone difference, it's become crucial 
to catch him at a certain time or for him to catch me at a certain time. And usually when he's able to communicate, it's like the worst time for us with like bath time or bedtime or something. But um, <laughs> at the beginning of this seven week, you know, experience of him being just gone out of our lives, um, he would try to message, but then fall asleep. But his phone then obviously he didn't lock. So it was just online on WhatsApp. And so I would expect a mess. I would think, oh, he's obviously just replying to someone else and he'll reply to me in a second. He'll be like, oh, just left a second. So he'll, he'll reply in a second. Oh, yeah, just a minute. He's online. Just he's, a on, minute. he's online. I'll go make a drink when I come yeah. back. There'll be a message there. There'll be a message, <laughs> be a message. Be a message there. But absolutely, like just 30 minutes later, he's, I haven't gone to bed just thinking, oh, the message, message is still coming through. <laughs> 30 minutes, 40 minutes, 50, two hours. What the fuck? Is, he's just fallen asleep yeah. with it online. But... That's happened so many times. Oh, Jesse. It's so annoying. Yeah. And we tried this new thing as well of I've taken my settings on WhatsApp so I'm a bit more mysterious. Yeah. I can be mysterious too. Oh, no blue ticks for you. No blue ticks. Did she read it? Did she not? You never know. Two blue ticks. Two, the the grey tick and the double tick means it's delivered, right? The green. Green? Grey? Green? It's grey. I thought it was green. It's grey. (laughs) (laughs) It's green. It's blue if it's blue delivered. if it's delivered and red. Well, then you've got different settings to me. Blue if it's delivered and red. Okay. Single tick if you've sent it. Two ticks if it's, it's delivered. delivered. Okay. Two ticks. Two yeah. blue ticks if they've read it. Yeah, but just <laughs> <laughs> two grey ticks. Also, fucking threatening people that only use WhatsApp. Like that's weird. I that's know. Weird I don't know me. why, like, why are you just that? using WhatsApp. Like, WhatsApp's what... uncool. You use WhatsApp for purposes. You use WhatsApp if you need to send a big file. You use WhatsApp if you're abroad. You use WhatsApp <laughs> if there's, like, a specific purpose for it. You don't use WhatsApp just because you're a WhatsApp person. That's yeah, so okay. I don't know why we, we evolved into WhatsApp. It never used to be that way. It's because he's it... abroad. That's okay. No, but it's always. It's always Is it always yeah, WhatsApp? Yeah, it's always WhatsApp. Oh, that gives me the creeps. Mm. That gives me the fucking creeps. So he changed his settings first because he said it was because he's so popular he constantly gets messages and he does he feels bad when he doesn't reply and I thought oh, okay fine but so I could see because I hadn't turned changed my settings I could see that he was last active at 4 57 or whatever mm-hmm. um but now I was like I don't want to know that he was last active and then he still hasn't replied to me god no so I changed my settings too so now all we can see of each other is when we're online oh that's the only thing we can see yeah and it's fucked us up yeah Anyway, it's okay. How do you find, um, like, do you find that... I'm just going to put the baby in the cot. You can ask the question. Yeah, I'll ask the question, but I'll just make it a long one. Do you find that, like, you tend to get along better with people who have a similar social media sort of um, language to you? So I'm somebody that responds quickly to text messages. I don't care if I seem keen. I'll respond straight away if I fucking have to. Same. Um, I tend to get along best with people that are also quick repliers. <laughs> it's my proudest to tell. Just put, put them away, Jesse. <laughs> put them away. Um, yeah, I completely... I like people who are direct. They're concise. They're quick. You don't like people who are too direct because you're constantly getting at me for being too cold. Your, no, your two kisses have to stop. What's wrong That's with worse that? than no kisses. I completely disagree. I two, think kisses two kisses is, is really a cold-hearted French. bitch. It's mwah, mwah. Future serial murderer. It's mwah, mwah. No, That's what it's it is. not. It's, it's fuck one you. cheek, one cheek. Fuck you. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, three kisses doesn't look right to me. It's a bit too lovey, isn't it? Yeah, three kisses is like... Mm. I just like one big kiss. One big kiss, capital yeah, letter. Yeah. 
one big yeah, kiss. I don't like the way that the capital X looks, though, if I'm being really oh, honest. I love it. I like a little X. It's like, I'm bold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do, do you know what? I especially don't like a big X with two little Xs next to it. Love no that. Thanks, love no that. Thanks. I love a big kiss and a small kiss. That's probably my default. You go for... Exactly. So you're fucking two kisses, too. You like no, a big, but a big one a and big a small one. A big one. one is way better than two little kisses. I oh like the way that the two little kisses look next to each other. I feel like they look like cute little French girls with little straw hats on. No, oh, I, I hate it. Oh, yeah. oh, you do need to work on your textual style. You will get dumped. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, like, breezy and cold and, like, I don't give a shit, but I'm sending this anyway. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah But it's, yeah. I know it's not, and I, I'm very... I respond in a different way when you text me. I'm very different to how you... I'm usually quite like, hey! Yeah. And exclamation marks and lots of emoticons. And um, with you, I just... It's nothing. Yeah. It's like just... <laughs> just the... Just cold, I'm experimenting. Simple. I'm trying to put a couple more emoticons mm. in. I like the guy with the cowboy hat. <laughs> I like the guy with the cowboy hat. That's a bit of fun. Do you know what also I really, really appreciate yeah. is people who vary their emoticons oh yeah oh yeah 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 Love giving it. me an unusual one mm. something that they've had to scroll all the way back they didn't for. know existed oh do you know what that that i really like a person that experiments with the emoticons yeah i love too. it um i had to teach alfie to use emoticons i also like people that send lots of messages all at once and they're not afraid of looking keen because i think that social media anxiety that i feel like a lot of people suffer from is this idea that you're being uncool, mm. you know? Everything about Instagram and TikTok now is about trying to seem cool. Like, even Instagram, it used to be about, it was very obvious that people were putting their best face forward, right? With a filtered photo and a silly caption and whatever, looking glam. But now, it's like, the only way that you can really be cool on Instagram is by looking like you literally don't give a shit. You still need to look effortlessly beautiful and you mm, still need to exactly. look like you've got a million friends, but it needs to be so cool and so casual and it needs to, you need to have loads of memes. I, I, but also this new thing of, you know, the photo dump. Yeah. Um, I feel like I that's also, I hate, I hate it too. Hate like the, 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 what is it called? Carousel. The photo carousel thing, yeah. the trend. That's also a now a new level of cool because yeah. you do the photo of the food yeah. and like the scenery and the like, oh my gosh, that's that's like a, just a weird thing. I don't even know what that is. Oh, and oh, then you drop in, you drop in the hot, oh, amazing photo, yeah, amazing. photo four or seven. Yeah, 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 and you're yeah, like, yeah. you have to scroll to see how hot I am. Oh, and it's like, oh, whoops, was that in there? Oh, so, oh sorry, was that in there? I didn't oh, think it God. was too beautiful to put number one, oh, so whoopsie. I had to put it number oh, seven. Did, oh, did I drop that one in there? Oh no, I didn't even know. And also so when people have like the shaky camera photos yeah they're like oh I didn't like, even notice I was taking photos I was having such an amazing time with all my hundreds of friends on one of the amazing holidays that I've been on I didn't even realise that I took this photo whoops here it is guys definitely that kind of annoys me because it involves extra stalking so, I, mean, but I didn't want to scroll to photo 7 no I didn't want to scroll to photo 7 but the fact is I do like a photo carousel like for your birthday post mm, that was nice I you got a, a true one. sense of my personality you and really I looked did. much cooler than I was yeah I, I looked like I went places exactly <laughs> But also I included this funny photo that we'd been talking about earlier. <laughs> I included this photo of this mum, this really sexy mum taking a selfie and then you see in the back of the photo it's like a fucking small child taking the photo of her. I thought that was really funny and I was trying to deliberate on the caption. I was like, okay, cool. How funny do I make this caption? Do I do a sincere, hey, happy birthday to my beautiful big sis. You're an inspiration to me. I love you. Yeah. Or do I do a fully funny one, like, ha, ugly bitch, happy birthday, something yeah, like that. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, we'll go halfway house. What I wanted to do was to say, I love how well you, how good you are at multitasking, see reference photo slide number 10. 
But then I realised people wouldn't understand that that was... They no, would probably just think people, like, some people commented, like, who is that in that photo? I know. It's like, clearly that's a joke. Clearly that's a joke. That's me trying to do casual Instagram and it coming across as me just yeah, being a bit they, weird. No, so that's what I've learned with my Instagram journey is that you, you can't do nuance. No. They do not get it. They don't get it. And it's nothing, it, they is the anonymous they. You just don't know who it is who's commenting. Like, quite often it's middle-aged men called Gary yeah. who were responding like who is that or yeah. you look pretty today yeah. when he just done like a heartfelt post about maternal health <laughs> it's just so weird so um I they, you just have to be straightforward and also I'm at a crossroads in my life and career and I've found it so difficult lately to navigate my way with what I post so my life is home is is at home now. I am my number one job and thing is being a mum. But obviously I have those followers because I was in Harry Potter and I have those followers because I do doodles mm-hmm. and I've been in things and, and you got and a then lovely I- rack. You got a lovely <laughs> you got a lovely bod. That's why they're also following you. To keep so, an eye on those nunga nungas. I'm not <laughs> I'm not doing doodles right now. And to be honest, the doodles... They weren't I, there for the doodles, just... <laughs> the doodles were a different part of my life. Yeah. And also, comedy was a different part of my life. Like, I'm posting... I've always posted of my kids, but I've dropped in career, career, career. And also, since Donnie and Margot have grown up, I've posted less of them because I want them to have privacy and stuff. So now I'm at this stage where I'm like... Well, all I am doing is motherhood stuff. So I have to do posts about motherhood because that's my, I want to share that. And that's why, but also how far do I go? Do I go to the, I am now a mummy blogger? No, I know, I know, I know. And it's so sweet. You're like texting me like anxiously at like 8 p.m. I I need to learn how to do reels. I know, (laughs) but, but then you see the reels out there that you're competing with. Yeah. And they're so bland. Yeah. And so like, just so simple but you know they're effective but I'm not I can't do a sincere reel about the joys of motherhood like I'm not like that I I'm not going to do something like so I find that really I'm really don't know what to do and then when I have tried to do a reel that is motherhood based but with an edge you get people like so I did that one of me pretending that 10 is a piano prodigy and he obviously isn't. Like, he's playing with his feet. Yeah. I even joke, you know, and he mostly plays with his feet. He's only 18 months old, but he plays with And people comment, all, like, 90% of the comments underneath was like, he's got talent. He's oh, really good. Oh, and I was like, oh, oh no, fuck. No, no, so, no, you don't want people to think that you're being sincere with that. Never, never. You so will I can't, never want... I can't even do that. I know, it is stressful. I think and, I'm, and I'm culling followers. Like, I, I gain them every day with new people coming in. And then you lose the ones who are like... I was here for the doodles. Yeah. Or I was here because I wanted some Harry Potter content, yeah. which hasn't been for years. Yeah. Like that was 14 years ago. Yeah. So that's really upsetting. And I, I'm surprised, given that I feel like I'm quite self-confident in some areas, that it's really upset me. Like really, really upset me. Yeah. I think that social media is so tied in now with our work and um, and and with your like with the way that you feel about yourself because it is supposedly this representation of you and it is so difficult to not let it upset you like I mean we've talked about it so many times in the podcast about like comparing yourself to other people and how kind of fruitless it is 
But social media is um, like, you know, oh, duh. It's obviously not great for your mental health sometimes. But you're really trying to make it work for you. And I know that you don't actually spend that much time scrolling. You kind of just put your stuff on there and then you go because you don't have enough time. But I think your social media output is so good. I think that you really get a sense of who you are your artistry and your like motherhood but it just is really tastefully done I don't think that you need to but worry you can't so not get sucked in so even if you do come across as somebody who's very self-assured and has got their style they've got a career they, they know what they're doing they're probably not immune no from those nights where no. they get sucked in oh my god and it's like you know everyone posting like all their Edinburgh posters and mm. like you know what they're doing and stuff like that it's really difficult not to be like oh fuck to, to feel like everyone is doing something so much more than you. But it's like, that's the whole point of it, right? Like, it's about trying to be like, hey, hey, look at me and look, look at yes. the fact that I'm doing and well. And the, the second you just accept that that is what Instagram is for, it's to show off. Totally. Then it's a bit easier to digest. And also, the anxiety you have when you post something and then thinking, oh, no, that showed too much of my life or that was too seemingly arrogant or real or like anxious yeah. or anything like that yeah too exposing in whatever way oh my god the feeling after you've done like a yeah. risky instagram no story. one cares nobody gives they're a gonna see it and scroll on yeah and now that i know more about the 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 algorithm the behind the scenes algorithm <laughs> <laughs> of instagram the working is because our dad sent us a new york times article yeah about how it picks up on everything. It rewards you and it takes away. So if you're not posting posts, stories, reels, lives, if you're not doing all of it and varying it up, mixing it up, showing that you love Instagram and you value it, it will not show you up on the algorithm for other people. It will not show your posts up. So if you're only ever doing a static post and you're never doing like a carousel and a reel and whatever, you're only doing posts, one post at a time, You'll get lost. You will never get seen. And it's really interesting because I used to only post. It used to be like a doodle, a photo of me, a photo of the kids, whatever. Um, And that used to be the way it was for years. And then suddenly, like this year, it's just changed. And you noticed and everything. And maybe it was when it kind of was officially taken over by... I don't Facebook. know. Yeah, maybe it's changed. But you, you likes go down. And you're like, why? That used to get like... And it's because Instagram is hiding your, your posts. Yeah. And, and I, I had this really lovely chat with a mum who is a similar position to me, runs a small business, which I guess I do with my doodle shop. Um, and her, her business used to come solely from just doing a post saying, buy my cake or whatever. Like, you know, it's not cakes, but I'm pretending it's cakes. Um, and then because she only did posts, suddenly Instagram was like, nope, you're not good enough for us. So we're going to just show other people. You, you can just, you know, do your cakes on your own. Um, and so her orders are just dropped off. And she's like, well, now I have to learn to do reels and mm. I'm not good at reels. And I, I don't have time to do reels because I've got kids and I've got to run a business. I, how, when am I going to have time to, to, to do a carefully curated reel? Well, um, I was watching a TikTok and it was this girl who was a social media analyst. And she said that she was in a meeting about Instagram. And apparently they've noticed that TikTok is becoming the much more popular um, format for young people. So what Instagram has decided to do is to ultimately start to shift it into an e-commerce mm. platform, which means that the people that are going to be um, promoted more are the people that are tagging where their clothes are from, yeah. that are making like an Amazon storefront type thing, which is basically just like a list of all the products that you like. People's posts and photos are now 
just going to be used like an online shopping yes. form. That's and, what it is. And I I just, you, you notice it slowly changing and then yeah. suddenly, bam, it's different. Yeah, forever. completely. <laughs> but I had this evening a couple of nights ago where I was feeling incredibly insecure. So I tried to read and I was like, I'll just check actually. I'll just check something. So it was a, I went up for a job with, and, and I just thought, oh, I'll look at people who also do jobs like this just to see what, you know, kind of things they post. And I got sucked in by, you know, probably for about an hour and 15 minutes of looking at one girl's profile, woman, woman, girl, woman. I looked through her post going back to like, you know, 2019. Mm. And she posts a lot. But I realized that it's become, like you say, like an e-commerce thing. So even when people are promoting podcasts, they do like a stunning photo of their face and then they tag their outfit and their earrings and yeah. their makeup and who did their hair. But it's just, you're just promoting a podcast. You yeah. did. Like, why are you having hair and makeup for that? Like, yeah. I find that really weird. Yeah. And like this new trend of actresses, like, it doesn't look like you're legit unless you have a makeup team and you're tagging the products using your hair and who whose dress you're wearing. Like, why can't it all be more authentic and real? And like, this is a dress that I've worn for six years. Yeah. This is my eyeliner that's too old. Yeah. This is my hair that like I did and actually I didn't mean it for, to look like this. And it's like, it's just so fake. Especially Everything. especially when you fucking see some of the the looks that were put together for the Met Gala and you're like, Jesus Christ, I, I think you probably could have done a better job yourself. <laughs> Genuinely, some of the people are turning up to that. Ridiculous. Also, um, have you? Do, do you? You never use the Instagram close friends feature, do you? No, I don't have any close friends. So okay, yeah, yeah makes sense. Way. Makes sense. Um, basically, I I've been using it a little bit recently as um, uh, as a, a sort of like an alternative to Facebook to invite people yeah. to things because people don't really use Facebook anymore. Seemingly, a lot of my friends don't use Facebook yeah. anymore. So I was um, inviting people um, to something recently. And so I used the um, Instagram close friends function to be like, hey, guys, um, you know, I only have like my very small group of friends on it. So I thought I would just use that. And like, I thought it was quite like a fun idea. And I put this link to this thing that we're going to go to. And I was like, oh, come. And I reminded my friends of it a few times over the course of a few weeks because it's coming up. Anyway, um, one of the people that I'd included in the close friends um, sort of responded to the story and was like, are you a club promoter now? (laughs) And I'm sure that she didn't mean it in like a rude way. She meant way. it. She meant it. But I felt like fucking shit after she said that because I felt so embarrassed. Because why I was would like, she take the time to do that? So I tried to respond in a funny way, like, "Ha ha, yeah, I am." Like, "Oh, I'm the I'm the class jester." Um, <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh, I'm just reminding people, you know, whatever." And she was like, "Why, you know, basically just kind of implying why why do you keep going on about this?" <laughs> um, and I just said, I, I'm sorry, I'm not very cool. I just like to be organized or whatever. She read that response. Self-deprecating, Self-de- didn't need to be. I know, didn't need to be. She read it, didn't respond, responded the next day like, oh, cool, see ya. Um, anyway, she didn't mean it in a rude way, but it made me feel like fucking shit. She and did I, mean it in a rude way, BB. And I had the worst evening because of it. I was like, just like feeling so shit about myself. And I was like, oh my God, like... I'm so uncool on social media and like I am a loser because I keep reminding my friends and probably no one's going to turn up to this thing that I've invited them to. And then I realised, no, it's because one response, you, you, I mean, like, like Eleanor Roosevelt says, you know, you can't let anyone make yourself feel inferior, but unless you give them permission. Unless you send them a message that's directly bitchy. Yeah. You can make someone feel inferior. Sure, but... I did a breathing exercise afterwards. Um, a sort the Wim Hof of, method. The Wim Hof method. No, not exactly the Wim Hof method, but something that I've been learning about. Um, 
And also, if you write down what happened yeah. and what you're worried about, when you see it on paper, mm. you're like, obviously this is because I feel anxious that, like, I'm not seen as cool or yes. something like that. And I'm sure she didn't mean it in a rude way. And I have plenty of, you know, friends and it's going to be a fun time or whatever like that. But it was so interesting that my response was so panic-driven because it was about the fact that I'd put it on social media and I felt immediately mm. exposed. I was like, oh my God, is everyone that's viewed that story now think that I'm a fucking loser because I keep inviting them to this thing? Should I have just said it once no, and then No, they would have been like, it? oh yeah, I need to buy a ticket. Yeah, but... I just found it so interesting because I would never send a message like that. No, I would never ever do that. I would that. never send a message like that. But it's it. I don't know. It's a free for all. Yeah. Suddenly, you, your 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 way of doing things is in the mix of yeah. people who do things in a completely different way, and they totally. think it's acceptable to send messages like that. Totally. And you've got to be prepared when you post something to be attacked from all ends. Exactly. And it's like when you post an Instagram story where you're making a joke or like. I mean, I only do it once in a blue moon where I like do a little act out or something like that. I feel like I have to check that a million times because I'm like, wait, wait, did, was that actually funny or am I just mental? Yeah, but that's also the tragedy of it because you're somebody who is so talented, so pretty, so good at what they do. And whenever you have done like stories which are kind of like you acting out or you being like just just really hilarious they're on a story and they disappear but like if you had actually been brave to put that on a reel and mm. like spent 15 hours editing the reel because that's how long it takes seemingly like it would be but it's but there's no guarantee that it no, would do well no. right because no, but at least it would be out there and like but who cares if it's out there but the industry has changed so much that social media is a huge part of it. Can you, you hear this? Sorry, the, the baby's sucking. Quite. No, no, no. I, I did this one act out like a couple of months ago I where um, I was at... I don't even... It was, it was like, like you see your it, dead husband. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had like a little cat filter on and then it was like... <laughs> oh, trying out a girl, girl, girl who's trying out a filter then spots her dead husband on the floor or whatever. I thought it was silly. And then and then Horatio said, oh my God, but you should make that a TikTok. So I, I did. I put <laughs> I went on TikTok and it got zero views. <laughs> it got zero views over a week. It got zero views. I was the only person that played it. So I deleted it off TikTok because it was no good work out okay. for me. To promote this podcast, do you have it on your phone I still? do okay, have it on my phone. We'll, 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 we'll show that and you can like it. <laughs> yeah, I'll, put it, I'll link it on our Patreon. Anyway, I just don't think that TikTok creation is for me. And it's something that's made me feel fucking shit. Well, because you're with a boy who's living now is through TikTok. I know, yeah, exactly. But also there are so many... And I obviously I do a, a Substack um, blog thing about the TikToks that I like and stuff. Um, and I'm writing a, a new one soon that's going to be out. Um, it takes a while for me to like build up the, the TikToks that I need to, in, my, in yeah. my reference pile. So that's why sometimes it takes a little while. But anyway... So I love writing about TikToks. I love TikToks. But there are so many actresses and actressy type of people on there that are making so much content. Like you'll see a funny video and you'll be like, oh, she probably has a couple videos. You click on her page. Yeah. She has 500. Yeah. She has 500 of the exact same type of character. They've all got 7 million views. And I'm just like, why would I even dip my toe yeah. into this? You I know? know. So unless you have an actual good, authentic, real, unique idea, I don't think that it's worth. Totally, and that's why I'm I'm comfortable with sticking to the stuff that I'm doing and trying to make yeah. and whatever. But it can it can make you feel like shit, and it it's can. so easy to spiral. So fucking easy yeah. to spiral. Yeah, and and also to to see that you know this girl has so the the, the person I stalked like has so many opportunities so many jobs so many opportunities so many jobs and i'm feel like quite 
desperate in yeah. a lot of ways with my where I'm at. I don't have time to do anything, and I've chosen to to be a home, and yeah. I want to be a home. But I also can't turn off that part of me no. which is ambitious and creative. And to see somebody who's literally the polar opposite to me, just thriving and doing well, and Instagramming like they don't give a shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like even doing like stories that are just like just so shows that they don't have that that switch that we have that of, makes that, you anxious yeah we give so much for shit it's yeah insane. and just to be so envious of that and that's yeah. what I really want to try and channel late like you know from going forward is I want to give less of a fuck yeah I want to do like posts that are real they're honest and I don't think about them I don't get anxious about them and I'm going to start doing that so like last night I tried I was like I'm going to just not worry so much about you know how this is going to be perceived and you know and I just did a, a post about bath time and like oh, it was why I love one. it and I'm going to do stuff like that more because it was just like I did it took two minutes it was it was real it was capturing a moment it's what Instagram is for and I want to go forward like that of just caring a little bit less let's take a sexy photo in our sexy little share sk- skims yeah. outfits exactly we're let's in skims we're I mean my skim. hair is literally covered in oil yeah. so we'll have to not include my hair in the photo maybe just my boobs at first I thought you were just washed it now I know it's just oil oh it's, it's just been oil. a couple of hours oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 and I woke up late this morning I thought yeah. I was gonna be able to t- have time to wash it out nope <laughs> going for the slick back bun today which well, does Beck, not suit me Becca appreciates it but yeah, so it's just so easy to get sucked in. And if we all had a bit of a more fuck it attitude, but also thinking, oh my God, how are we being controlled by, you know, Instagram and Facebook now? Like, do they know everything? Like, as I was having these anxious thoughts, suddenly on my Instagram popped up at the top. I don't know if you've had it, but like, talk to an Instagram expert about how to get seen more. It's like, have they been hearing my conversations about how to do reels? I know. Well, you know what's also interesting is this concept that... Part of the reason why um, there's like a mental health crisis around social media is because we were never, human beings were never designed to see this many yeah. beautiful people. Yes. In our lifetime, right? We're supposed to be, uh, we're supposed to be civilized, like with a small group of people, like, a you know, maybe like a few hundred people. And that should be the number of people that you see in your lifetime. And, you know, there are a few beautiful people and whatever and it's fucked up that we are constantly seeing the most, and the beauty standards have just got so extreme and people are becoming more beautiful and it's about like a beauty culture. I wonder what that does to your brain if we're not mm. designed to see that many beautiful people. Yeah. Um, I think it, it, it probably has made us all a little bit more fractured and mental. Definitely, definitely. And I think if you can get into a, into a rhythm of posting if you need to post because it's part of your job, which yeah. it is for many people, um, and then not getting into these holes where you just look at one person's profile for an hour and 15 minutes like because, I yeah, did. When I should have been reading. Some people are beautiful, but every time that you get jealous of a beautiful person, you have to remember, like, you know, they look ugly. They look ugly sometimes too. Yeah, they have oil in their hair sometimes they too. They have oil in their hair sometimes too. And then there's another beautiful person come around the corner that they're going to feel jealous of. Yeah. Everyone is jealous of someone else. Totally. But if you really want to, if you are interested in the topic of jealousy and envy and stuff like that, you should watch this video by ContraPoints called Envy. It's a video essay on YouTube. And I think that it really interestingly discusses the difference between envy and jealousy. I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before. I think it is just the most genius thing in the world. And she also talks about um, the way that in our culture, 
she even uses the Kardashians and like Jamila Jamila is great examples of this. People love to tear them down when they seemingly boast about anything. The Kardashians did like a tweet where they were, this was during the height of COVID and they were like, we are so lucky and fortunate to have been able to COVID check everyone for the last two weeks um, and get everyone out onto a private island so that we could pretend that things were just a little bit normal for a while. And it went fucking crazy on social media. People saying this is disgusting. People are dying. How dare you flaunt this? But the fact is, they would be doing it anyway, right? Yeah. Social media is designed for them to flaunt it. Are you angry because... Um, are you envious because it's wrong that they did it? Or are you envious because you can't? Yeah. And I feel like a lot of the kind of putting people down and the talk of like, oh, well, you're so privileged, you, you, you're so out of touch, is it actually just because when somebody has what you want and you can't have it, it makes us angry, mm. you know? Yeah. And it's the same with beauty standards. Like, we're like, oh, the beauty standard is so ridiculous now. Or is it just because we're fucking jealous and we would look like that? We would go on the fucking yeah. private holiday. We would, you know, post sexy photos of ourselves and we were that beautiful and skinny. It also, in a strange way, has parallels with being an actress but not working yeah. and watching TV. Yeah. Because suddenly it's all a trap. It yeah. all is a trap to make you feel like shit. Because you can... So, for instance, both of us auditioned for that show 10%, which oh, yeah. is the UK adapt- adaptation of um, Call My Agent. Which is so good, Call And Agent. it's oh, so God. good. And both of us auditioned for it last year. Would have loved parts in it. Yeah. Obviously, like every single actress out there. Um, <laughs> yeah. But so when it came on, and breastfeeding is a time where you can watch so much stuff mm-hmm. because you're just sitting down feeding. Um, and I saw it come out and I was like, mm, is that going to make me feel bad watching because I didn't get a part in it? Or shall I watch it and just try and enjoy it for what it is? Mm-hmm. And I did and I really enjoyed it. I also found huge flaws with it and enjoyed bitching about it to people and also loved parts of it and thought it was just a lovely show and watched it and thought "Mm, yeah it would have been really nice to be in but I'm really glad that I've been able to confront that feeling of you know shame by not getting a part in it and just enjoy it and when you view Instagram like that and just think okay I'm not trying to compete with these people whose job is to do you know, curated content and get 7 million views on a reel and sell shit. I'm not doing that. So let me just try and enjoy some funny stuff of a guy dancing on a train platform and, you know, cats going the wrong way. And like, just try and enjoy it. It's quite quite liberating just to let go. Completely. Like, you can can view it in two ways. You can, especially, like, like you said, as an actress, I could... I could scroll through any of the streaming services and I could be like constantly punched in the gut by how many things I've auditioned for and not got and like how many shows I would be able to literally recite scenes from because I was auditioning for them, etc. Or, and, and that would be a very painful experience for me, but I don't want to choose, I don't want to feel like I'm walking across a minefield and I'm about to get blown up every second. So instead, I try and view it nowadays, it's not always the easiest thing to do, as like, oh wow, how wonderful that so many shows are being made. And that there will, you know, be there's so much us. choice. Yeah. And there is space for everyone. Yeah. Like there is space for everyone to put yourself out there. There is space for everyone to be happy. And it's just, well, your life kind is of, e- hopefully. I can't, hopefully. But yeah. it, not, it is Not really, just, actually. <laughs> just try for yourself yeah. to choose to be okay with yourself compared to other people. Yeah. I, know it's, I know it's really hard, but like it just makes your life so much fucking easier. Social yeah. media anxiety is very, very real. But you have to try and fight against it because it's just going to make your life so fucking miserable. Yeah, and but at the same time, we only see one type of thing on Instagram. So you're probably seeing a lot of the stuff you're saying, which is, 
Like, I see a very different Instagram to you because yeah. Instagram's mod, you know, modified now to motherhood stuff and yeah. it's it's listen to me and see what I post and you know everything on my explore page is some kind of mum trying to do a funny reel yeah with a funny voice and a dance and you know hashtag this and this maternal health and stuff um and I like it all and some of it I hate but you probably have a completely different explore page to me and then the second you actually delve into other people's worlds on it and see like if you I mean it's just harrowing to look at but you know the Ukraine stuff Mm -hmm. and you look at those kind of photos and then you go into another kind of wild disaster hashtag and you're like oh this is what instagram's for for these people and we don't even know we're living in this kind of like completely we're all living in our own bubbles but what's so interesting as well as if like you um if somebody does like a post about um something that's going on in the world or you look at some of the posts about ukraine and i follow a lot of accounts that are posting the most horrific images from ukraine which is then so strange to then see like a selfie like sandwiched yeah. in and after that but sometimes you'll pe- you'll see people posting about ukraine and then somebody will comment um this has been happening in syria yeah, yeah. and like how dare you comment that exactly and it's just so interesting what what some what um each person chooses to shine a light on and the response that it's going to get and sometimes it causes anger because it's like well there have been other awful things happening in the world but you know, of I feel like Instagram have. should do, if it is going to control our minds and our lives, which it kind of does to a certain extent, I feel like maybe it'd be a good idea if they invented some kind of quotidian, concise bit of, like a carousel of images that we had to look at before we looked at these selfies. That's a and really these, good and idea. these dances and these, these, you know, ridiculous promotion of things that people are doing. Like these we, are 10 real things that have happened these in the are world real, just now. Yeah, exactly. That you, that you will learn from and you should know about. Yes. And then you can look at the shit that you want to look at. That's a fucking brilliant idea. I think that would be such a good idea. I have such good, I'm, I'm an inventor, BB. You really, really like, are. Look at my bed over there. That's an invention. That's a modern day invention. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, that. exactly. It, they do sell it in places. You can get, um, there's actually a giant side cut you can get, but this is my own version. I actually would love to be an inventor. <laughs> Donnie did try last year doing um, his book of inventions, but he only managed three before he lost track. So I may well take that book over mm. for myself. Have you thought of any other inventions? Um, so it's not sounding... <laughs> great i thought of an invention which is um little um attachable torch lights that you could attach onto your glasses so that you can read in the dark i think that's an invention i think it all yeah that must be an invention yeah glasses are such it's like every day i have a problem with my glasses it's just it is so annoying Mm. like they're slipping down my nose right now my other ones give me such indentations in my nose it hurts every night but i like wearing them more i have to change from my sunglasses to my normal glasses you have to clean them i have to clean them you lose them. Harisha loses glasses all the time. Yeah. But glasses are great. They make yeah. they make it men especially. It just looks so much better. Yeah. And you anyway, look lovely in your glasses. Thank you. Um, I'm never going to get glasses, even though I probably need them. I'm not not... I'm not gonna not gonna risk looking like an <laughs> even shittier version of you. No you way. so nice, that makeup. This is just a final note, vanity note. But I wish you didn't wear makeup. Like, you look so much better without makeup. Can I just say that? I'm sorry. That's mean, Jessie. No, you look beautiful with makeup too, but I'm just maybe this is it because you've just been fed all of this, these makeup videos since you were a teenager. You think that you need to wear makeup. You don't. The thing is, I don't think I need to wear makeup. I just love yeah, you like makeup. you enjoy makeup. I yeah, you enjoy makeup. I fucking love makeup. Yeah. I actually, I think I know that I probably look better without you makeup. You just look. You look a hundred times better. 
It's yeah, like, but the it's thing really... is, yeah, but you have a weird thing with makeup where you like put like you put on like the tiniest bit of mascara and you're like, oh my god, this makes me look so much older, but it doesn't. Not older, it's just I look different. I don't look like I stopped wearing makeup at 19, basically, and ever since I don't feel like me yeah. in makeup. You look, you look, feel like you when you're wearing a little gold eyeliner. Gold eyeliner, that's, that's harmless. Mm. That's harmless. But I tried wearing makeup um, for this audition this week for the first time since the baby was born. And I bought an eyeliner. And you were like, oh, should I do your eyeliner for you? And I was like, no, 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 because I thought that your eyeliner would be too much. I tried eyeliner. <laughs> I looked, I, it was so much too much. Mm-hmm. So I needed you to do it. But I need to get a really fine line, a little fine liner thing. Anyway. I've got really big eyelids, so I feel like I can get away with. You can get um, with a lot. Like do quite do a I not have big eyelids? eyelids? You don't have as big eyelids as me, no. Oh, now I feel shit about myself. Sorry, bitch. <laughs> um, no, you got beautiful. You, of course, you look fucking great without makeup, Jesse. I'm very aware of that. I, I do. I, I feel like I had to. I liked learning about makeup because when my skin was really bad, it was like a way for me to kind of feel empowered. Like, okay, sure, I have to wear a bunch of concealer for me to feel comfortable, but then I can also learn how to do eyeshadow and stuff. Now my skin is better. It's like. I'm so, I feel so grateful every day that I don't have to wear concealer, genuinely, so grateful every day. Yeah, well I feel like because I've, I have been lucky yeah. with my skin. Yeah, you're just not one of these people that get spots, you're so fucking lucky. I've always been told don't wear makeup. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. I just de- never did. But also when I did go through a phase of my, you know, my fake tan and turquoise eyeliner phase, oh, which yeah. did last Lo- longer oh than it God, should you know have. What? That, that's such an iconic phase for me and I really feel like you should bring it back. Well I had to, de- I had to kind of train myself to not wear turquoise eyeliner and then because of the fake tan and the, the turquoise eyeliner my eyelids were whiter than my face yes yes so it took ages for my skin to, my face skin to go back to it all being the same what kind tone. of fake tan did you use um the Saint-Tropez really <laughs> oh my god because I'm in a fake tan today actually you look like you've used fake tan yeah I have yeah I thought so I love it okay just don't don't put it on your face. That's oh no no no, no yeah. face no yeah. face. But you have to get a tanning mitt, and then I'm just going to do like a light gradual tan, mm. and then I wake up tomorrow and I'm probably going to be really orange. You just it, you have to see a photo of Bibi's legs, <laughs> just in terms of her. I mean, fake tan failures. Oh shut up! No, I done it really well now. This have time, you? yeah, oh, I've done it really well this time. I mean, like, my hands are white, right? and I your haven't... your palms are brown. <laughs> I'm learning. I'm learning. Okay. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. If you want to watch this one, we did record it for Patreon, so we you did. can see us. We're not probably presentable enough for YouTube. Although you do look very nice, too, BB. As I you, said, Jessie. yeah. You look and we're wearing too. skims, which we talked about in our previous episode. So have a little look if you want to see. Um, don't feel anxious. Okay. Yeah. Easier said than done. Stupid bitch. <laughs> if you want to come to our Waterstones event on the 25th of May, there are tickets. I think. And it'd be nice to see some We're people. going to be doing a sunset Q&A and talking yeah. about sisterhood and grief and writing. Yes. And fake tan, probably. Probably fake tan. And gold eyeliner. See you soon. See you soon.